today I'm speaking with Tina Kadish, who's a career clarity strategist from Danbury, Connecticut. Tina's passionate about helping people climb off the corporate ladder and into entrepreneurship. But today we're talking about her tragic journey with the death of her daughter, something no parent should ever have to go through. But now she's helping other parents and patients use their voice to advocate for themselves through challenging health situations. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Inspired Way, stories of everyday heroines, real life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, CJ Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact, and together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. All right. Well, welcome, everyone, and welcome, Tina. Um, Tonight, I am uh, so pleased to be welcoming and interviewing Tina, and I should have asked you how to pronounce your last name because I'm probably going to get it wrong. Kadish? Kadish. 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 I had to get it wrong just to, <laughs> to show me. So um, to, to start, would you mind just giving us a, a little intro of what we should know about you? Okay. So I'm a career change agent. I'm what Life is Ideal is my business. And I really transform women primarily to live a life with purpose, to really wake up every day excited. So if you are a corporate woman right now wanting to escape the nine to five and are looking to reinvent yourself, you are in career transition, I can help you to get that clarity, that focus, that direction that you need to step into a, um, a purpose uh, with passion and every day get excited. Love it. Great. Thank you. And where do you live? I live in Connecticut, so in the Northeast, so it's cold here right now. Here too, yes. Um, So did you bring a favorite quote you'd like to share just to to get us started? Yes, so one of my favorite quotes, and I, I follow a lot of different people, but this is one of my favorites, everything happens for a reason. And because I firmly believe that I'm a spiritual person, I believe that um, there's a plan for everything. But when I think about everything happens for a reason, I believe that, that there are reasons why things happen, Mm -hmm. why you're in a certain place in your life, why your career changes or your life changes. There, there's something, and we just don't always know why that is happening. However, there is a reason and we might learn it later on, but not at that moment. So sometimes it's not on our own timing, but it's at a later date. Yes. I love that one. And I, I have to hang on to that one too, because uh, sometimes it, it, it doesn't usually pay to question. We know we're, we're uh, going whatever path we're meant to be going on. So uh, tell us a little bit about um, the, the story you're going to share with us tonight. What, what um, situation you, you found yourself in and the, the challenge you had the last okay. uh, year and a half or two. 
Okay, great. Yeah, yeah thank you. So, Thanks. so 2020 was a challenging year for many of us. I know that we had the pandemic and people have lost their jobs and so forth. However, for me, it was a personal challenge. My daughter of 37 years old, at 36 years old in 2019, was diagnosed with ovarian 3C. And she had a full hysterectomy. And on November 1st of 2019 is when she was diagnosed that her she had ovarian and it had spread to her intestinal area and needed to have chemo. So that day, my life just seemed to have uh, pretty much ended. I was so devastated. She was my oldest um, daughter and I have a son as well. And however, I'm a faith, you know, I'm a faith-based person. And I just believed that also this happened for whatever reason, didn't know at the time what it was. And I was so angry because we go through stages of emotions and I was really angry that this even happened. And so as a mother, I never thought that I would see my child go through a cancer journey. And, and what I learned also is that ovarian is one of the worst cancers to even get. And, you know, there's pancreatic and there's ovarian. So I asked myself that time, like, why did this even happen? Now, my daughter, before being diagnosed with cancer, had a lot of uh, demons. And I'll say lack of self-love, a lack of uh, feeling worthy. And she was really depressed. Uh, she was. And so what I believe is a lot of our emotions sometimes, our anger, our lack of forgiveness, or are just our feelings of inferiority or just not loving ourselves or not loving our bodies or our self-image sometimes mm -hmm. affects our health. Mm -hmm. And so this, I believe, what could have caused a cyst that she had, that was the size of a cantaloupe by the time it was diagnosed. And so we had to do pretty much a quick hysterectomy. And so going through the journey, I was optimistic and I really was during the time. And I was with her by her side as an entrepreneur. What I, what, what I was very grateful for is that I had the time mm -hmm. to be with her. And I was so grateful and blessed to be there because I never left her side, was there throughout the whole journey. However, in March, the end of March of 2020, um, the doctor came in and she had more tumors that grew. So the chemo didn't work. And she had a bowel obstruction as a result of either the cancer or the hysterectomy. So we found ourselves to, there was no more chemo. And we couldn't get any clinical trials because she had a bowel obstruction. So she wasn't even eligible for any clinical trials. So that really was a, another block that we faced, an obstacle that we faced. So my daughter started to believe that maybe she was going to pass away. Things are not going to work. However, I'm very optimistic. And I said, no, we're going to find a solution. I didn't believe that she was going to pass away. And so we went through natural remedies. I enlisted in a naturopathic physician, got all these natural remedies that we need to use. But I believe that maybe it was at the later, it was too late in the process by the mm -hmm. time we started to give her a lot of natural remedies. My daughter believed in the medical profession and had a lot of faith in the physicians. Mm -hmm. I, however, always believed in taking care of our own bodies, ourselves, and not taking drugs. Now, my daughter never took drugs before she was diagnosed mm -hmm. and she had pain, 
in her stomach for months and was going to the physician. So she did speak up. She did have pain and shared it to her physician. The physician that she had didn't even do any testing until it was at the end when we needed to have a hysterectomy. And so we, what I learned from this journey and what, and I'm, you know, writing, I'm in a, I should say I'm in a book collaboration right now. And I have a book coming out as part of this book collaboration in middle of March. And it's all about a mother's voice and everything can change in a blink of an eye because we all need to have our own voice. We need to, I, so I created the acronym voice. V is to speak your, yeah, have your voice. Okay, use your voice, I use should it. say. <laughs> use it, yeah. okay? And really don't allow other people to tell you how you're to feel or, you know, all of these, the medical profession comes at you with all these things to do and not to do, and but it's all drug related, okay? It's not in the natural remedies route. So you want to speak your truth. You want to own your power, okay? So, and I did, and I did, and this is why I want all of you listeners here today to understand, and I invite you to speak your truth, own your power, and stand up to the medical profession, okay? And the O in voice is optimism, that even during challenging times, we can be optimistic, that there is always a solution, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. I did believe, I really believed that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. I thought she was gonna be okay. I, it never entered my mind that she was going to pass away. I, ne I never really did that. I was in shock when she actually did, okay? And so being optimistic, that could be difficult. I have to say, when we're experiencing, you know, a lot of people might've experienced layoffs, lost, right. you know, lost a lot during the pandemic. They lost a loved one as well with COVID. A lot of people, yeah. A lot of people. And I lost my daughter with cancer. So the O is for optimism. The I is impact. What impact can you make for others okay. as you're going through challenging times? You know, what can you do? Because it's not only about you, it's there's others that are impacted, okay? And so my mission with this is to, how can I help you as if you're a grieving mom right now and you're listening to this, what impact has this done for you, okay? Because I am coming across, CJ, a lot of moms that have lost not one child, but two. Wow. And I just can't even imagine the pain because I'm going through pain, still going through pain. But how do you lose two children? We are not to outlive our kids. No, no. Okay, it's just not natural. It really isn't. And that's my, my belief. And so my daughter would always say to me, you know, she's a journalist and she would always say to me, mom, everything happens for a reason. And that's, Something that I used to listen to, I'm like, really? Like, so when she passed away, I'm like, what is the reason for this? Yeah. So I'm still searching. Yeah. Because I do believe that there is going to be a, le a lesson, and I'll share with, with your audience some of the lessons that I learned going through this journey myself. So then the C is courage. Yeah. It's having the courage, no matter what you're going through, that you have to. I invite you to have strength during challenging times. 
during these difficult times that I really thought that, how am I going to get through this? But I have another, you know, child, I have family, I have a husband, and I just couldn't even think about what would their life be without me. So stepping into courage that what can I do? And, you know, my anger that I had was my strength. And I've had the courage to stand up to a lot of medical professions. My daughter was in the hospital during COVID. I got to be with my daughter. I got to be with her when she took her last breath and I had to fight for it. So my strength came through. Tina, I, I was just going to say the courage goes hand in hand with the with your first one, the voice, doesn't it? Because it does. you you have to have courage and and use your voice and you question do. when you feel like you need to question. Yes, you need yeah. to question everything. Don't don't uh, when they say no, ask questions, probe. You know, if you don't understand something, ask them. Okay. Have them speak your language. Don't have them speak a language you don't understand. And they give you all this medical terminology that you have no clue about. And you're intimidated by. And you're intimidated. And that's exactly it. So don't be intimidated by the medical profession. Stand up, speak your truth, own it. Because no one is going to take care of you other than you and your children. It's going to be you. Okay. And so that was the C is courage. And E is empathy or expectations. I was torn between because in my story, I talk about empathy, but empathy for others, but empathy for yourself, empathy for my daughter. I had such empathy for her. I would have traded places with her in a heartbeat. And I really would. And as a mom, who wouldn't trade places with their child? Okay. Because like I said earlier, it's not natural to, uh, to outlive your kid. It really isn't. And so it's, I expected my daughter to grow up. I, you know, she was never sick, never had any, any surgeries, never was sick at all until she started having pain in her stomach. And that's how she was going to the doctor and had pain in her stomach. The, the doctor, her primary care physician chose not to do any testing, no ultrasounds, no CAT scan. And so I really want to say with empathy, having empathy for yourself, you know, as you're going through these challenging times and give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, you know, when you lose a loved one, you know, you really, um, a lot of people really are at the, are at the deepest hole and they'd rather just die instead. And so that's the acronym for voice. Um, CJ and and I would like to share with the audience what did I learn um, with this experience. So. I was going to get to that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, no. CJ. No, I was going to ask you what 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 takeaway or lesson. Uh, I think you've shared several with us already, mm-hmm. but if you mm-hmm. have another one that that you wanted to highlight, that uh, yeah, I do, I do, and. Um, One of the things that I learned is that we think we can fix things, okay? When I've been a control freak all my life and I always believed, and for those of you there that are gonna be listening, you might be a control freak as well and think you can do it all. 
yourself and that everything is going to work out. Now, I did believe that everything was going to work out because I never gave up hope. And that's very important to have hope. So I'm not telling, you know, your listeners here, CJ, you want to have hope. Always have that positive mindset that things are going to get better. There's always a solution. And I was always looking for solutions. It didn't work out that way. Okay. So sometimes one of the lessons is you can't fix everything. Control is an illusion. Control is an illusion. And we sometimes have to surrender. That maybe this is meant to happen and that there was a plan for this. And so, you know, although where I am right now, my daughter has been, she passed away July of 2020. It's only been six months and there is a plan. My goal is to share this message about speaking your power, owning your voice, use your voice. Okay. But you know, really one of the lessons I've learned is that besides everything can change tomorrow. So I want you to be in the present moment. I want you to really cherish the moments you have today with your family, with your friends. And if you are stuck right now in your life, in your career, don't wait until things are going to be better. Do it now. Take action now because life is too short. Life is too short. And I've learned that everything can change in the blink of an eye. Okay. And I'm, you know, I am, I am the testimony here that we cannot control things and we have to surrender. Such a great reminder to, to live in the moment. Such a great reminder because we yes. get so, so stressed with the to-dos and the go, go, go. And, and we don't always appreciate every, everything and everybody around us at the moment that we have them. Great exactly. reminder. Thank you, Tina. Yeah, it is a great reminder. And also, you know, take care of your health. You know, health is number one. You know, and when I say health, I'm talking about your spiritual well-being. I'm talking about healthy habits every day. You know, what are you putting on in your body? So I was going to ask you, yeah. because you are you are an inspiration and you're doing phenomenal, phenomenally well. Um, coming through this and, and inspiring others. But I'm wondering if you have one habit that you really uh, think is helping with your current state of well-being. That's a good question. I've started to meditate and I've also been journaling. Meditation is something that I never really uh, took the time to stand, to sit still. For 15 minutes, twice a day, to just sit still, settle your mind, and just really meditate. And that's something that when I'm feeling really um, out of control, Mm -hmm. when I'm really so, um, my emotions, okay, because in a day, I could have a, a moment that I don't cry, and then a moment I just start crying, or there's a trigger, yeah. You know, that, that occurs and I just start with my emotions. So meditating has helped me to settle yes. my mind. That's yes. awesome. Great. Yes. I'm so glad I asked that. Good. Yes. Good yes. to know. Yes. So do you have, so thank you for sharing your story. I really, 
I, I was thinking before we connected, this is going to be hard. I don't, you know, I, six months passed to, to share it so well and, and be here to inspire others. I really appreciate it. You're doing a tremendous job. Um, Thank you. Using Thank your you. voice. So I really appreciate you being here. Um, any last takeaways um, before we, I definitely want you to share um, how people can connect with you or find out more about your book that's coming out. Okay, so it's going to be launched March 15. And I don't have a link to get that, but I will sh share that with you. I do have a website, lifeisideal.com. And my email is tina at lifeisideal.com. You can connect with me in my email, the website. And once the book comes out, I will be sharing more. Uh, I will be promoting it more as well. And because the book is uh, a book collaboration, it's called Success in Any Season and the overall book. So which is really good because that in any season that we have, because this is a season that I went through, a real difficult season However, what will come out of this season? What legacy can I create for my daughter? Mm -hmm. You know, what impact can I make for other women, grieving moms that are going through this? What, how can we, how can we create a purpose for someone else? Because everybody's going through something. Yeah. Everybody's going uh, through something. I was going to say, there's another takeaway right there because they, they always say, you know, the things we go through makes us stronger. Yes. What can you take away from that to help not just yourself, but others? And you are, you are doing that, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, there's what I've been learning is that there's a lot of other moms that have lost a child. I'm not the only one, but when it hits home, it's a whole different experience. And so we all go through challenges and I've gone through loss of job, marriage, almost lost her home. And now I lost my daughter. And so I've gone through enough losses and my parents are still alive. I didn't even lose my parents yet. Wow. And they're still alive today, 86 years old. And so, and a mom with Alzheimer's. And so my daughter was the first granddaughter in our family. And so, so it's been hard for my dad and my, you know, my mom has got Alzheimer's, so she doesn't know, but we have, you know, my niece and we have my son and that is it. And so my daughter was the first granddaughter yeah. in our family. And so it's been very difficult. However, it's one day at a time. And that's what I want to yeah. leave with your audience. It's one day at a time. Don't think about next week. Don't think about next month. It's be in the present moment. And don't get so stressed and worried about tomorrow. That is a really great, great takeaway to yes, leave us you. with. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Tina. I really thank appreciate you. your time. And everybody for tuning in this evening. And we will talk to you soon. If you're committed to embracing change, or you'd like to be, and your continuous evolution, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and join our email list for even more value. You'll find a link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm looking forward to sharing with you on the next episode. Make it a great day.